Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Sunday. A day to worship. Worship a small egg-shaped ball. Oh, no, he drops the ball. Just as long as I'm here in your arms, I could be in no better place. I've got to respect the ball. You're simply the best. Long live the weekend. Long live Rugby League. Woo! Oh, you got to love your Rugby League. Two, three, four. Hey, oh, nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Welcome to the Triple M. Sunday Simbi. One way or another. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> one way or another. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Felix. Yeah, that's my song. Uh, okay, we've got halftime I Raiders. It was when a man loves a woman. Raiders 16, <laughs> Warriors 14. Halftime Raiders 16, Warriors 14. It's a happy hour now. Paul Kent is gone. Uh, we've got Gordon Tallis. We've got uh, James Triceps Hooper, who's proudly wearing his West Tigers uh, blazer today. His West Tigers wind cheater, even though they got fifty put on them last night. Uh, we've got, got to stick solid Anthony. Hey, yeah, you do. You do. Oh, mate, but I love that. You know what? I've just started doing it right, and when I say just started doing it, the last couple of years, but I sort of get a bit annoyed because, like, like when you walk somewhere, especially when I work with South. We were in every hotel I checked into, everywhere I went. There's South supporters. Not one person had a hat on or a scarf or whatever. Mate, you see all these other codes. Everybody wears their scarves. There's so many league, mate. They should wear their colours loud and proud, mate. Yeah. I'm glad that mm. Hoops is wearing it. Me you know? too. you got to yeah. stick and, solid through the good and Anthony, times. I'd like to see Anthony. you wear more South stuff, hey. but... You mate, don't. I went out there the other night in that cold and watched them play. So there you yeah, go. No, mate, Actually, but no, why don't you wear a South hat or Gordon's something? Gordon's raised around. a good point. The only time I see you in uh, South Sydney apparel in here is when the Bunnies have a win. Nonsense. Well, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I will come back to this because I'm not finished with you. Mitch Orbison <laughs> from the Sydney Roosters is on the phone. Uh, Mitch, welcome to Sunday Triple M NRL. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Mate, uh, look – 303 games, but I think what the most beautiful part about it is, mate, you know, that club has such history. So many household names have gone through that system, yet you've played more NRL games than all of them. Yeah, a bit, um, bit surreal for myself, really. It's um, obviously seeing the names come before me and, and Rico and Minnie, and I spoke to them during the week, and um, I spoke to Minnie saying that I was, honestly, I was a bit embarrassed Um about it all, and, and he said, "No, nah, mate, not at all. You know that I've worked hard and I've earned this right, and um, I took that on board, and and was uh, was really proud to to achieve that milestone with, with two guys that are in my corner, hoping that I that I got there." You've you've, hey Mitch, uh, you've achieved so much. What 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 do you think this is going to mean to you down the track? You know, like you're sitting having a beer on your balcony in ten years' time, watching the Roosters, knowing that you're the most capped player. Mate, what's it going to mean to you? Yeah, Gordy, it's a it's a really good question. I, I know that uh, it's going to be really, really special to me. I, I know that um, when I that I that I love this club and what it means to me, and and the hard work that so many people in this club and myself have put in, and um, just really thankful for the opportunity to to be able to play there. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure whether it what it's going to be, what the feeling is going to be like, but um, I'm looking forward to to getting there on that veranda and, and having a beer and, and looking back and. And hopefully showing the kids some old tapes and saying that I was a, a part of, of something really special and a, a really special club. Talking about old tapes and, you know, we were talking about your career um, in the first hour and 
I find it amazing. I played one position all my life. I had one job to do. I had to nail that one job. But yourself to play centre, back row, you know, at a pinch, jump in and play a bit of dummy half, play in the halves or whatever. What's your mindset from Thursday till, you know, Saturday night kickoff or whatever to make sure that you tick all those boxes and, you know, what position you're going to come on and, you know, be scared not to let your teammates down? Yeah, it's a really – it took me a long time, actually, to to work that out. I think when, we, when we're younger, we're pigeonholed into position and coming through that, you know, I knew that for me to stay in this team with my skill set, I, I had to make sure I could be versatile and, and whatever – position that I did play, I had to I had to put my own spin on it. I couldn't I couldn't be the person who was there. If I was gonna play hooker, I wasn't gonna be a Jake Friend or um, you know, I was gonna be five eight, I wasn't gonna be a Luke Heary or, you know, I had to put my own spin on it. I felt really confident in that in my in my skill set as a footy player and I go out every week and during the week make sure I'm ready for, for each position and then when Robbo says, well, at the last minute, I need you to go to centre or I need you to go to hooker or whatever it needs to be, that, that I'm confident and I'm prepared and I'm ready to go. And, and that's how I've, I've taken on for the last, you know, 14 years. Mitch, congratulations. You're an ornament to the game of rugby league and also to the Sydney Roosters club. Can you give us an insight into what was going through your head when you were running through that guard of honour of all the Roosters players last night? Yeah, it was... It was oh probably one of the most special things of my career up to date. Um, Robbo sort of told me during the week, he said, we're thinking about doing this. And to be honest, I said, Oh, no, thanks. Like that's, <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I want sort of that attention. And he said, nah, mate, we're going to do it. And um, yeah, I just, I stood up at the, you know, under the sheds and just as the guys went out and I had a moment and yeah, had a, had a bit of a think about my, my late old man and, and what I needed to do for, for this game and my family. And, and then running through that that guard was, yeah, like I said, something I'll never forget. Guys that from Craig Fitzgibbon, who I played with early days, to Bood, um, you know, to, to guys making, you know, their second or third game. It's just there's a lot of history there. And um, just so thankful they did that and, and thankful that we got a result. Talking about the history, was there ever a moment in your career when you're sitting there, you're, you're at the dining table with your late old man or your wife or whatever, and you get an offer from another club, and there was a chance you were going to leave. Uh, got it. Not, not, not really. There were. My, I was pretty, pretty straight. With my manager letting him know that my first priority was the Roosters, and if you know, they didn't want me, then then I would I would have a look elsewhere. But luckily, that sort of never came to to pass. Right. Um, it was really important to me to to be a one club man, and um, you know, probably a couple of years into my my deal, that I, I wanted to finish. I knew what this club meant and the history it had, and and knew that it demanded success, and that it was going to get the best out of my footy. And I didn't know that it'll help me become a better man being there, to be honest. And and I'm really thankful that I did stay and and learn off some some great leaders there. And um, yeah, really thankful that that they wanted to keep me, and and then. I worked hard enough to stay. Who's the best player you've played with at the Roosters? Oh, I, I don't think I can. Come on, mate. That. No. <laughs> hey, mate. There's Roosters fans driving around. Listen, there's three Roosters fans driving around in their Range Rovers at the moment, trying to find a park down at Bondi at their favourite coffee shop before they have their espresso martinis. Want to know? Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a great Sunday afternoon that sounds like. What else is unbelievable? <laughs> um, but no, honestly, there's there's no way I could answer it. I just I couldn't do it justice. There's you know guys that have 
have worked really hard and played unbelievable footy and, and have led in different ways. And, um, nah, I, there's no way I could, could answer that question. But there's a lot of people that I admire that have, have worn the jersey before me and, and, and respect so much. Okay, well, give us your top three, top five. <laughs> oh, I don't think I could fit them in the top three or five, buddy. I don't like – there's been so many great players there that that I've loved and, and loved watching growing up and – yeah, there's, there's, you're not going to get it out of me, mate. There's just no way I can give you an answer. <laughs> you are the ideal team man, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> what about Mitch? When you started out your NRL career, did you think that you would still be playing in 2020? Uh, no. <laughs> to be really honest, I don't think anybody when they start out, you know, thinks they're going to play 300 and something games. And uh, as a footy player, I don't think you can look that far ahead either. There's so many different things and curveballs that can happen, injuries, mm. uh, form, whatever can happen. But for me, it's it's been week to week. It's been year to year, and it's every time you put that jersey on, knowing that it, it it maybe could be your last, no matter what game it is. So take that extra five minutes when you look at it in your you know in your in your locker and appreciate what it is, appreciate what's come before you, and 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 play with your heart on your sleeve and play like the the other two thousand guys before you have. You've won three premierships already with the Sydney Roosters. What would it mean to win a fourth and also become the first club since Parramatta back in the 80s to make it a triple? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be so special in um, sort of my last year to, to finish that way. Um, we know what it sort of takes to get there and to win it, and it's a hell of a lot of hard work, a hell of a lot of sacrifice. Um, so we're in the middle of, of doing that now, getting ourselves set up for the back end of the year and, and really excited for it. Everybody, you know, the semi-final football is just another level up and um, it's, yeah, awesome to play. The games are so hard and uh, fast and it's what you want to be. It's what you, as a footy player, it's what you want to be involved in. So really excited to, that's around the corner and, and we, can, we can go after another shot. Who's decided to beat with the last eight teams standing? Uh, seven other great teams, Gordy, that are anyone oh, mate, from on. anywhere. Well, hey. you're sitting on the Great Wall of China, not a <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm happy, mate. The view's beautiful on the Great Wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mitch, talk to us about how – so you, you you played your first first grade game in 2007 and you talked to us about that, uh, you know, that tradition and all these wonderful – people that you've learnt from at the Roosters and played with, but how did it come to be the Roosters? Did you go from Ballina to the Roosters or were you at one of the Sydney schools? How did that all come about? Yeah, so I was uh, on the North Coast um, playing some schoolboy football, but we just, I think, won before a New South Wales trial and I think it was in Kempsey that we were playing and, and on the hill was was Big Artie Beetson in a fold-out chair and his Roosters kit and um, yeah, he just, he was probably eating a couple of pies up there, I reckon, the big fella, but he came and, and spoke to my parents after one of the games and I had no idea who he was, but I know my old man and mum were, were a bit like gobsmacked that he'd, he'd come up and had a chat and, um, was a lovely guy. Uh, and you know, offer, luckily uh, there was an offer there for me to, uh, while still at school, I was on a scholarship with the Roosters and then had a chance to come straight down after school and, and play in the Jersey flag and, Sort of the rest is history from there, but yeah, just with Artie, he from then on until he passed, he would always remember my mum and dad's name, uh, come up and, and say good day, and and ask how they were going. And I thought that was sort of the mark of a man that you know he didn't have to know that he didn't you know he didn't need to, but it was it was something that I'll never forget, and um, and he was a, a great man. 
Mate, what about where to from now, though? I mean, you've, you've played 303 games. You're not about to, to, to retire. But uh, when you give up playing in the NRL, will you stick around the Roosters like Fitzy did, like get maybe get involved in coaching or take on some sort of an ambassador role? Or w- would you like to spread your wings and do something else that you haven't had the opportunity to do? Yeah, I think early on I want to um, – or there's an opportunity for me to, to work at the club. Um, the role, yet yeah, it's not – totally worked out but um i know that i want to be involved in this organization uh it's taught me so much and i want to know from a business side of of things how it all works and and runs and and be a part of that and and help drive the success of the club um that's my my next my sort of short-term goal after after footy and Mm. and we'll see where that takes me but i know that i want to be involved uh with the next generation of guys coming through too to instill a bit of the Roosters culture in them and um, hopefully, you know, create a, a bit of a dynasty with these guys, the, the new guys coming through. Uh, all right, mate, we'll let you go and uh, we wish you all the very best for the final series. And, I mean, I, I think it doesn't matter what club you follow, uh, to play 303 games for the one club in the current rugby league environment, mate, you're a champion and we wish you all the best. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Okay. There he is, Mitch Orbison, joining us on the Sunday uh, Sinbin. And we do it thanks to our mates at Bryden's Lawyers, who are always protecting your future. Raiders 16, Warriors 14. We're six minutes gone in the second half of that game. And, yeah, 303 games. And it's not like he's about to retire. So, well, actually, Anthony, I hate to pull you up. Uh, this is Mitch's oh, last season. Oh, I thought he had another year. No, I beg your is, pardon. Right, this right, is Mitch's yeah. last season, which right. is why last night was yeah. so special. Mm. He surpassed Anthony Minicello on 302 games, yeah. Luke Rickardson on 301 games. And, look, I've heard Gordon speak many times over the years about players and, and how much they can squeeze out of the orange. And I was thinking about this last night, Gordy, when I was watching the Roosters play, and yeah. I thought Mitch Orbison is a bloke who has extracted every – last drop possible out of <laughs> out of the orange. Mm, mm. But but they're super intelligent players, those guys. I play with someone like a Johnny Platt. And when they come on and they gotta fill certain roles and as I said, just no different and he answered that perfectly and it's a great lesson to every kid out there. Be yourself. So when he was playing number nine, he was he was Orbo. When he was playing six, he was Orbo. He didn't mm. try to be the other guys. He didn't try to, you know, and then he had a job to do, but he couldn't do their job. So he just did the best job that he could do, which is which is good enough and why he's played 300 games, you know. And, uh, God, he's a good politician, isn't he? He should go into politics. <laughs> hey? Yeah. Well, by well, the sounds of it, yeah. he'll remain I'm going to get his number. I'm going to offer him a job next year. <laughs> get him a job. To host a job the show. At the, at the time. <laughs> no, just to host the show. <laughs> Mate. Uh, 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 hey, you know what? He'd oh, make wouldn't sure, he be good? He'd make sure he was well-researched. He Absolutely. wouldn't be telling somebody who's about to retire well, that you wonder what their next step's mate, going to be. Mate, I... I'm glad you picked me up on that. I didn't realise, okay? As you know, I've been busy with other things Well, at the, the Jewel International, Wendell Saylor, mm. has immediately been straight in touch and he said to pass on great research, Maroon. Mm. Just tell Wendell it was an obvious mistake, all right? We look forward to seeing you here, Wendell, for the call this afternoon, uh, which is going to be a good game. Dragons, Newcastle, important one for Newcastle. Right now, Raiders 16, Warriors 14, as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday's Inbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. The Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy.
Welcome back to it with the Raiders 20 leading the Warriors 14. Raiders 20, Warriors 14. That score is thanks to tyre power. It was an intercept there by uh, Elliot Whitehead. And away he went for the Raiders, but he needed support in the end. He got the pass away to Jordan Rapana. Uh, the tackle was taken, but it resulted in a try to the Raiders, who now look like they are really going ahead. Raiders 20, Warriors 14, with uh, still plenty of time left in that game. 28 minutes left in the game, boys. We haven't had much of a chance today to talk about Parramatta, who beat the Broncos this weekend, Hoops. But who do, who isn't doing that at the moment? Parramatta feel like, to me... Don't like, go laying the boot in all the time, Aaron. I'm not laying the boot in, mate. mate That's your Queensland's job. Queensland's a nice state, OK? I know it's a beautiful Stop state. Stop kicking us while we're down. My mate. grandchildren titans, live in Queensland. I didn't kick anyone, right? They haven't won mate. a game for 15 weeks. Don't start. You've behaved yourself for three and a half hours. I didn't get up south when I got kicked out of the comp, right? And you got like 800 people to a game and then all of a sudden you get 80,000 to a march. Mate, Why didn't those 80,000 go to a game? and Mate, he wouldn't have been kicked out of the comp. Gordon, you are an absolute rugby league legend, okay? on all. Co- <laughs> Do not compare the Gold Coast Titans to the South Sydney Rabbitohs, right? The South Sydney Rabbitohs compete- are, no, I'm are comparing Bentley, the, the Opera House. South Sydney Rabbitohs are 100% gold, right? The Gold Coast Titans at best no, no, at the, the moment. No, it's the Broncos you're kicking. No, I'm not kicking anyone, mate. Well, you were. You're putting listen, the slipper into the Don't you go comparing. I'm talking to him, not you, right? Your boyfriend's gone home now. You're on your own. <laughs> so don't you start, all right? He's comparing <laughs> the Titans to I the Rabbitohs, right? You were no, putting no, the slipper no, no, in. No, 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 no. How did you I put the slipper in? You to put the slipper into the Broncos because you love to put the slipper. We were supposed to be talking about Parramatta. All I said was they beat the Broncos. Who isn't doing that these days? Is there anything wrong with that? I thought it was an unnecessary swap. <laughs> well, mate, I didn't know you were so, uh, you know, you're so sensitive. Well, I thought we were going to talk about the Eels. All right, so well, let's start with the Eels. Well, well, we were. The yips. So they've you and him the, interrupted they've me. They've got the yips badly. Mm. Like their attack was flying earlier in the season. Uh, and for whatever reason, the wheels have come off at the wrong time of the year. I don't know if it's because uh, the playing group is fatigued and has been overtrained. That's one of the theories that's being bandied around uh, at rival clubs. Uh, but certainly in terms of uh, the tries they were scoring earlier in the season and the way that they could pull teams apart from anywhere on the park, uh, they're not doing that anymore, are they? Mm. So there is a theory that they are flat-track bullies, great front-runners, but when the blowtorch gets applied and it's a bit gritty and it's a bit of a grind, mm. a la the Penrith game last week, yep. last weekend, uh, uh, the Eels haven't been able to get it done. Gordon? Oh, I, look, I think the way Mitchell Moses, he's just changed his whole way he played the game. I think the way he straightened his attack, he used to play way too sideways. He straightened them up, which gave Gutho some more space against the Broncos the other night. I think he scored a double. So I think that the style of footy that they're going to play will stand up more, you know, in the business end of the season. But they've gone away from playing that Parramatta ball where it was high energy, high upbeat. Their forward pack was going through. There was a few offloads. Can they get back to it? Uh, absolutely. But, um, you know, at the business end of the season, they always go a bit south, don't they, Parramatta? Especially mm. the last couple of years. They start off strong. Uh, they look like world beaters. Maybe, and I think we mentioned it about a month ago, maybe they did change their training so they do peak you know, in about two or three weeks' time because that's when they have to peak. So, um, But I think they've got the side and they showed it when they went on that run at the beginning of the year when Fergo and Sivo and they were going off and they're playing great footy. Um, but it comes down to their forward pack. 
if they can lay a platform, if Paulo goes forward and Lane and those big guys get through the middle of the opposition pack and Parramatta play their style of footy, they're going to be super hard to beat. They're the only side that's beaten Penrith all season, Gordy. That was when they Mm. put together this brilliant uh, 10-minute package of play where they blasted in three tries and Wanga Blake was on fire. But uh, since then, they just haven't really been able uh, to find their mojo. And if you look at the numbers in terms of their attack, they were leading the league for line breaks and opportunities created, this sort of thing. That's now gone. They're now coming last in that respect. So uh, they have fallen off the face of the cliff in that sense. And uh, I'm not sure that they can get it back. I think it's too close to the business end of the year for them all of a sudden to now click and go on a run. I wonder if – what do you think here, Hoops, and you two, Gordy? Do you – like that last – this week they play the Broncos. Yep. Next week they play the Tigers, Para. Are you better off with going into the few of these games you should win or are you better going in with a big test? I reckon you'd rather be – Gordon's better qualified, but I think you'd be battle-hardened. You want mm. to play the – if you can win and you're yep. playing against the best teams and you get momentum and you get confidence, all of that, that's what counts at this time of the yeah. year. But, but both – both can work, but you'd rather be playing the good side to know where you're at, know what you've got to work on, than coming in on a soft run. Yeah. Because the footy's going to be really hard. So you want to come in match hard and battle ready. I'm not saying that the other doesn't work if you can rest your plays and come in fit and you all can lift at that time, but I reckon it's easier to know where you're at. The right. Tigers is a big danger game, I think, Friday night for the Eels. That'll be Benji Marshall's farewell as a West Tiger. And I just get the feeling the emotion around that from the Tigers' perspective, that's going to mean that they're right up for the contest. Can you fill us in? Where, whereabouts is that going to be played? Uh, it's at Bank West. Okay. Yeah, they're playing it at Bankwest. They couldn't get it at Lockhart. Okay, well, the Parramatta Eels would have one eye on the fact here that uh, the Raiders look like they might get home here. They're up by 22 points to 14. Before we close off on Parramatta, what about uh, Junior Paulo and the, and, the, and the tackle on Fafita? Yeah, look. Oh, it's an accident. Yeah. Isn't it? I know they're cracking down on it, but I've got to say, yeah, oh, I didn't see it as being a really sinister um malevolent bad one where Junior deliberately went in with the intent of hip dropping mm. and trying to injure Fafita. Mm. No, and they said he was third man, and I thought he was one of the first in the tackle as well. Yeah. Just sort of going from memory. It was the other, like, well, but, mate, I don't know. And I get I get that you've got to stay ahead, you know, of all these players, you know, trying to do these tackles to injure the opposition players. But... Uh, I don't think that was the case with that tackle. I really don't. Okay. Well, I think it was an accident. He's a big guy. He didn't throw his lower body like his bum or his, you know, um, or his hips at the lower legs. And I just thought that it was an accident. And I wouldn't even have charged him, to be quite honest. All right, boys, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with more. But right now we've got Raiders 22 leading the Warriors 14 on the tyre power scoreboard. Hoops. Yeah, just on that hip drop. So uh, the NRL actually sent uh, uh, a notice to all clubs, all the 16 clubs, um, earlier in the year, which stipulated that they were going to start putting these types of tackles on report and charging people. Graham Annesley actually sent that to all clubs in relation to it. Now, I'm not saying that that means the the Junior Polo decision was correct, uh, but the NRL has flagged with all the clubs that that type of tackle, if you do engage in it, that you could end up at the 
in trouble with the match review committee. Okay. Raiders 22, Warriors 14. We'll talk more about uh, this game and we'll have a look at the next game, which is an important one for Newcastle. Newcastle Dragons coming up. Dan will call that one for you at 4 o'clock as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back. As the Raiders 22 lead the Warriors 14 with 19 minutes left in that game. That score all thanks to Ty Power, Gordon Tallis, and so too James Triceps Hooper in for the last 25 minutes of our show. And yesterday, of course, as has been well publicised here, the Gold Coast Titans made it four wins in a row with a good win over Manly, 42 points to 24. And the thing was, Hoops Manly got the first try in like the first Set set of six or something. I thought this is going to be a cake cakewalk, but then the uh, the Titans at the moment who look so good, Fogarty's playing so well, Tanamapaya, and you've got the obvious ones are playing well. Um, and I just can't wait to see them next year when they get a couple more big names in the in the side. No Fodawaka, outstanding yeah. again. Mm. And Anthony, I know how nervous you were. I was listening to Saturday Triple M yesterday and I yeah. could hear in the lead up to the game that there was a little bit of a quiver in your voice and you were trying to project confidence and you were trying to project the fact that you felt Manly should get the job done at Brookvale Oval, which in all likelihood uh, you would think that the Seagulls should have. Mm. Uh, but the Gold Coast have now got a gritty edge to them. Mm. And if I was you, I would be very, very nervous about the fact that they are a genuine chance of beating Newcastle next weekend oh. to win five in a row. Absolutely. At Seabus. So. Just before we go down the uh, bet area again, because I know you weren't going to leave that alone for the whole show. I, I knew that it was coming back. Mm. But let's just, if we can just focus in on the game just for a second. Um, what about you, Gordy? They have looked so good in the last four weeks. I hope it's not yeah. a false dawn. Back in 2014, they won a whole bunch of games in a row. Uh, yeah. That was when Jared Hayne got there. And it was a bit of a false dawn, wasn't it? Yeah, look, for... for <laughs> You know, new coach uh, come in and trying to set his style of play. I think early uh, the players did sort of struggle, but I think lately their effort, and there's been no lucky wins, they've actually worked really hard for some of those victories. And, um, you know, if they were the sides below them, um, you'd go, oh, yeah, well, it's a false sort of dawn. But they played really good against Penrith. They played really good against uh, the Roosters. And even though they lost those two games, they had opportunities to maybe win the game. And I know it was a maybe, and they didn't. But um, AJ Brimson looks like a star. And then you get, you know, those two young wrecking balls next year in Fafida and Tino. It's, mm. it, it's, it's, you know, and even Herman SES. Mm. I just think that there's a bigger platform for the guys to work from. But they can't look at the, you know, the last five games and go, oh, well, geez, we were really competitive and, you know, sit on that. Um, if you look at the Titans season as a whole, it'd be disappointing and it's a failure. You know, if you don't play finals footy, um, you 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 have failed. And that's and it's as simple as that. And next year, um, you know, they'll be pushing really hard and it'll be one of the goals, you know, the first day they come back, I don't know when they go back in there, is to play finals footy. And I think the Gold Coast um, area deserve that. And the beautiful thing too is for them 
uh, you look at that first try young Tanamapaya scored, which I thought was a fair try, and the try was taken away from him, Gordy, but there's no kicking stones. I just got back straight no. back onto the job and scored a try a couple of minutes later. Yeah, I think, you know, that's what happens with those sides, you know, and you watch Brisbane just say for his, you know, is when something goes against them, they just drop their heads and they drop their bundle. And then that used to happen to all sides down the bottom. But the Titans have been uh, been able to just defend your mistakes and it's been a saying in the game for a long, long time. You know, you watch all the players put their hand up and say set a six. Mm. Well, I don't believe in that, but it's about actions and defending your defending your mistakes and they've done it, you know, and they've done it well, you know, especially the back end of the season. Um you know, I think the Titans have been more than competitive and that's all you can ask. And you can tell by their crowds that they're like the Gold Coast area and community um, are starting to get behind this footy side. Okay, Canberra 22, Warriors 14. The other side of all that, though, Manly were equally as bad yesterday. Oh. They really looked lethargic and looked like they didn't show up and it wasn't a great return for Tom Trebojevic hoops. No, Poor old Tommy Turbo can't take a trick this season. So we've seen him miss the majority of the year uh, as a result of hamstring issues. He hurt his shoulder again yesterday. Look, the good news is that hopefully, uh, obviously, he's not going to feature again this year for the Seagulls. There's only one game remaining. But uh, fingers crossed he may be available for state of origin selection and he can help Freddie Fittler and Greg Alexander with the Blues campaign there. Uh, But aside from... Tommy's issues in terms of his injuries, uh, just for Manly this year, you know, Fortress Brookvale mm. is no more this season. And that's really surprising because Desi Hasler in his first season back at the club uh, did a tremendous job last year in really making Manly Manly again. It was a hard place to go and visit mm. and win. And uh, Whereas this year, I, I don't really have the answers exactly as to what where it has gone so pear-shaped. Certainly, their inability to win without Tom is becoming a real challenge yeah. because the numbers simply don't lie when he hasn't played over the course of the last couple of seasons now. Uh, but aside from that, look, the fact that Fanua Blake is now leaving will mean that perhaps they can go and bring in somebody like a Kieran Foran or go and bring in another uh, young gun front rower or target mm. a different forward. Uh, but the Seagulls, it's been a disappointing year mm. for Manly. It's hard to think, though, if you're a Manly supporter, I mean, as good as Kieran Foran is, and we all love him and want to see him do well, but if I'm a Manly supporter, I'm thinking, you know what, is Kieran going to be okay? Is he going to get through another season? There's no questioning what he can do that attack to that attack hoops alongside DCE, but is he is he just too injury prone? No, I don't think so. Like, So, yeah, Kieran sustained an injury at the back end of this year, but aside from that, he, he managed to get through uh, every game. So he's he's absent now, but he's only missed the last couple of games uh, of the season. So I think uh, once he rehabs this latest pec issue, then he can be back. Uh, and I still think that he's got a contribution to make in the NRL. I think it would help Daly Cherry Evans tremendously to have a player of Kieran Foran's experience and calibre there as an alternate playmaker. And if Tommy Turbo isn't there, it would alleviate a lot of pressure off DCE. Boys, I've got some audio here courtesy of Channel 9 of Tom Trebojevic and the whole issue of uh, Origin comes up with Freddie Fittler. Have a listen to this. Oh, they say it's you can kind of come back in you know, four, four or so weeks. So um, obviously it's a... The end of the year, I've only got one one game left, which I won't be able to play. But um, yeah, it's about a four week return, is my understanding. All right, mate, we're going to start of Origin series on at the end of the year. Will you be right for the nineteenth of October to go into camp? 
Oh yeah, I definitely definitely think I'll, I'll, I'll be right. Um, you know, it's unfortunate I haven't got got to play much footy this year, and um, but you know, I'll definitely be, be right to go if um, whoever the coach. <laughs> well, it's official, mate. If you if you stop sucking, uh, you're officially the, the first person in the squad of 27, mate. Well done. Oh. I don't, I don't know if you picked that if I'm the first person in, but um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, it's obviously, I'll uh, be be great to to be in that squad, and it's um, you know, a real honour to wear the New South Wales jersey. Yeah, there he is, Tom Trebojevich on Channel Nine, which brings us to our poll, <laughs> which uh, we had earlier on today. So we'll get some um, score update from our poll. Uh, if I was picking an Origin side, this is what I, I said earlier. If I was picking an Origin side, I would pick uh, Tom Trebojevich in my seventeen. Do you agree? Yes, you would pick him, or no, you would not pick him uh, at Triple M underscore NRL or Triple M NRL Facebook. We'll get an update on that very shortly. Now, hoops back to you. We with the bet that I made, which I didn't make far at the start of the season where I said the Titans, if they win five in a row, I will get a sex change and immediately said after that, not three seconds later, you blokes need to know I'm only kidding. Now, that's where we're at. What did you want to say? No, no, well, we'll just hear from you now, Anthony. How are you feeling? Because this is a huge game now. They've dubbed it the Sex Change Cup. Uh, it'll be on up at Seabus Super Stadium, and it's the Newcastle Knights travelling up to face the in-form Titans. And I, I think yeah. if I was in your shoes, what would be alarming me the most is the Gold Coast are in red-hot form. Like, to put 40 points on Manly at Brookvale is a damn hard assignment. So... Yeah. Uh, there's every reason that they can make it five in a row. Oh, uh, I, Mitchell Pearce is getting rested and clamour, um, and the Safidi boys <laughs> as well. So, well, mate, well, they got bigger fish to fry yeah. the night. So, so like they can't move anywhere in the ladder. So, um, I know that they want to be all guns blazing the week after. So, the Knights are going to run out, um, you know, with a substandard squad as well. So. Um, it's a real good chance for the for the Titans to go five in a row. Yeah, well, I think um, I think whether or not the Knights turn up with players in or out, I think the Titans get them at home. I think the tight. I don't think the Knights can beat the Titans. Oh, look at this little bit of reverse on, on the goalie. No, it's no reverse. Uh, yeah. uh, it's no not going to change the result. What I think, anyway. Having said all that. Um, People that have heard the actual audio, which still has not gone to air here, because I <laughs> Anthony, can't buy it. It's Arrow, gone to air. Jai it went Arrow, live. Jai Arrow from the Gold Coast Titans was involved in that interview. Right. He was involved in that piece of radio. It's, so he can confirm exactly what was said. Gordon raised it with yeah, you. Yeah, well, why don't we play the audio with another 10 seconds after the audio where I clearly say on 10 occasions, I'm joking. You see, this is another stitch-up, which I expect from you, Hoops. I expect <laughs> from you. Gordon, I expect it from you. Without question, you expect it from Paul Kent. But you would think some of the the younger blokes behind the scenes would provide the audio. Can we get the audio Anthony, of what was actually said? Your track record in relation to making bets that your body refuses to cash is right. very strong. Well, who, do we need to go back to the Roosters cheerleader outfit? Mate, how far back do you want to go? Who said The grand final anthem. I, I will did give it to I you. sang the In grand final to anthem. Todd Greenberg, he gave us the green light and I was there. I went down to the sideline with you and to your credit, you aimed up and you sang the anthem. I think that's, you actually enjoyed it. Yes. I did. Oh, I wish I, that's all I had to do this year. But yeah. we'll get the, <laughs> until we get the real audio on air Listen, I'll be saying Thailand with you, mate. Until we get the real audio on air, get on a couple of tuk tuks. No, I, until I get the real audio on air, I will not be commenting any further. And give the listeners who will support me, 
give them a chance to hear what really happened. Anyway. Well, yeah, well, hold on. But well, why don't next week's poll, let's get in here early. Next week's poll, do you believe, oh, why don't I pull my poll out? Do you believe Anthony Maroon should get it? Or he should back out. But wait from till his you bed. hear the actual audio. Absolutely. Wait we till... will play the audio. Yeah. All right. We will play the audio, and that's what will happen. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got a Raiders 22, Warriors 14. We'll come back and wrap this thing up very shortly as Triple M rocks the footy. Kareem Hot Water. Triple M rocks footy. Thanks to McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back. And it looks like the Raiders might have wrapped up the game there in uh, Canberra. Canberra have just scored again. Just seeing if the referee has awarded the try. No, what a surprise. You're going to go upstairs and have a look at it. Canberra right now, 22, Warriors 14. Seven to go, but the Raiders have scored. We're just waiting on a video ref decision. Boys, we've only got a couple of minutes here. What about giving us your thoughts on this game this afternoon? Dan's going to call it for us. It's the... um, it's the Knights and the Dragons. Who do you like for this one, Hoops? I think Newcastle want to try and build some momentum going into the finals, Anthony. So uh, it's important for them to try and continue uh, to grow those combinations. Mitchell Pierce has had to do a hell of a lot of heavy lifting for the side lately in terms of the organising uh, and general play. Uh, and I think Caelan Ponga back will be huge for that. So mm. uh, it's a big day for them. Good opportunity for them to try and get some momentum leading into the big end of season games. Yeah, I think the Knights. Well, they actually have to put the sword to the Dragons. They have to really come out and go really hard and blow them off the park. Haven't they been disappointing the last... I mean, we said it all year about the Dragons, but they had the Titans. They could have beaten the Cowboys. Then the Raiders come out and flogged them. Yeah. The Dragon supporters do deserve better. Well, we were heavily critical of their coach, Paul McGregor, who the club power brokers made the decision um, that, that they were going to go in a different direction and give Dean Young an opportunity. But I've got to say, there hasn't been a whole lot of change, has it? Since, it proves it's the players. Since Mary's departed. Yeah, you're right, Gordy. And so that's no, they why... They could have Santa Claus giving them messages. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, they, 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 they... Sometimes, look, the players and, you know, I don't want to be back in my day and be a dinosaur. You've got to find something deep within yourself. I've sat in enough dressing rooms being coached by Tim Sheens, Chris Anderson, Bally Aches had us, you know, Wayne Bennett, Brian Smith... Um, God, I'm going to miss someone there. But the messages are all very similar. The messages are all the same. When I was at South with Johnny Lang and Jason Taylor, the message is very simple. It's very close to the same. What do you want him to tell you? Mm. Seriously, you're paid to play footy. If you're there and he has to motivate you every week to get up and go out there and do your job, you'd, mate, you're doing the wrong job. If your boss has to ring you Monday morning to get you out of bed, right, you got a poor attitude, I think. And that's mm. what's happening with some of the team players and they're getting away with it too much. And then when the coach puts his foot down, they go to their managers and have a little cry. Yeah. And then the managers say, oh, you know, they're just not giving him a go and they get him another club. Yeah. Yep, fair point. Uh, Raiders 26, Warriors 14, and there are five minutes to go in that game. What's happened now, boys? What's going <laughs> No, I just well, love that. Gordon was you weren't just... listening and go, yeah, fair point. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to you. I thought it's bloody mate, you're making a good point, which you don't always do. Gordon had just cut, <laughs> Gordon had just cut straight to the chase with yeah. a very frank assessment yep. of exactly where St. George and Laura have been at for a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. And you just chopped him off. No, I listened to every word he said. What do you want to run a test on me and see if I was listening? 
Yeah. I heard every word you said. But what anyway, team was I talking about? Pardon? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I'm telling you, mate, I'm out of this joint. Fair dinkum. Don't, don't ask me to come back next year because I'll be busy. No, we won't. Uh, Raiders 26, Warriors 14. Gordy, we'll catch you next week. Love you. Unfortunately. Love you, and Hoops will catch you tonight on Fox League. Sure will, Anthony. And Thank we'll you. leave you with Dan Ganane and the boys as they call that game for you today. It's the Knights and the Dragons as Triple M rocks the footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.